Thank you for downloading this edition of The Wrestling Journalist, a very special Impact Wrestling's No Surrender fourth hour edition of uh, of The Wrestling Journalist. Before we get started here, I want to thank you so much for downloading. I also want to remind you, the promo code is still active. Manscaped.com, promo code Vleeties. Hook me up. Hook yourself up. Get the grooming kit of your dreams. The lawnmower is fantastic. And to be honest, now if you think this is gross, this is on you. I used a lawnmower to trim my neck the other night. My wife trimmed my neck hairs up really, really well. She was very impressed with the light on the lawnmower. She was very impressed how light it was and how how easy it cut and how smooth it was. So not only has this thing trimmed my balls, but it has also trimmed the back of my neck now. So just keep this in mind that this is a very, very multifunctional uh, multifunctional piece of equipment. So enjoy uh, the the No Surrenders fourth hour. Me and Gino had a great time. He was a little buzzed. I was very sober. And um, yeah, let's let's get it started. You're gonna hear the music fade in like in three, two, one. Gino, we're here live on a Friday night. Hydrate spells all around. It's Friday night, Gino. That could only be one thing. Put that shit on. Do your dance, baby. Do your Impact Wrestling's No Surrender in Vegas. Kev, actually, Smack, welcome to SmackDown's third hour. What an amazing broadcast tonight. The boys over at WWE got it all correct. Gino, how are you tonight, my friend? I'm doing great after this amazing. And never going to be forgettable. SmackDown's amazing show rampage amazing show but you know what beats all those shows to the punch makes us all hyped out to be happy malachi black says hey saturday v ladies what the fuck i was not prepared for this who gives a fuck if anyone's prepared for this this is what we've been waiting for that is no surrender in las vegas tyler spider and kevin scampoli got to meet up and have this amazing night together and no surrender in vegas or TNA Impact Wrestling. In Vegas, who would have thunk it? Who knew that it was going to be Impact that finally made like Tyler and Kevin see each other in person? I think that's the biggest surprise out of all of this is these guys talk about – these guys have to suffer through Raw and SmackDown. They have to suffer through uh, – what did I just say? Raw and SmackDown. They got to suffer through Elimination Chambers and Extreme Rules together. And it was Impact Wrestling that got them to get together. And what an amazing uh, – What did I, you know what? I'm going to use the Gina word. An am- what an amazing show this No Surrender was. I was at a rest. I was at Uncle Julio's, you know, uh, enjoying some fine Tex-Mex cuisine. Uh, I guess my, I guess she's my cousin. I don't know what she, she, my second cousin. She was in town, so it was like, okay, well, can we, can we just go to dinner? And we made it to dinner, Gino. But now we're back, and I put, I had my phone on the table. Thank you so much, Dark Lord Equitas. And people were like, ask, people were walking by, like, what are you watching? And I'm like, oh, no big deal, just Kazarian versus Khan. So. Uh, how do we even start, you know? Because I haven't done one of these in a long time. You know, in 2016, I used to do post pay per views. I used to do. I did like the No Mercy post show. I did like this. I don't think I did SummerSlam. Kevin was doing like the bigger ones. And then I would do like the you know the the No Mercies. So No Surrender, Las Vegas, you know, and and you bought the tickets. I did. Did Tyler flew? Did you buy a plane ticket? I did like help with the play ticket. He has like family. We both like we were finding out like how to make this work with his family, myself and him, like how we're gonna do it. One was getting like the hotel, then I was like covering for like the money he would need for the flight. So it was me covering the flight with a friend of his as well. He got a little bit of cash from that he needed that I paid it back for. So theoretically, technically, I paid for it, the flight and his ticket to Nosrit. Amazing, Gino, an amazing man. You also got a new loot crate, as we just learned. 
like you got the Mercedes Monet shirt. You got a Jamie Hader thing on your hammer. You got a Jericho Appreciation Society pin. You're just all plugged in, man. Like I'm loving that. Like I, this is a blank shirt that I got from JC Penny. I didn't know they were still open, but uh, my mom got me a shirt, and I was like, hell yeah, I'll take some free shirts. So Gino, an amazing, an amazing evening of wrestling. I don't mean to be. Is that how Stephen Larson do it? How would Stephen hey, Larson what? do it? Oh, a cash bag from the Macho Punk Gino. Turn the lights on. You have lights. I'll get mine real quick. I do have lights, but you know what? I think this impact has just been the most right the, the amazing show that it was. We don't. I don't need lights. You got all the lights we need. You're the man with all the lights and the power. Oh my gosh! And we got a new follower, Society USA. This is what we need to do: is take advantage of when Kevin's. Busy. We'll send Kevin on more trips. Oh, everybody's coming in hot. So. Frankie, cause it, so no surrender, Gino. You sent them to Las Vegas. You you were you you knew like okay, these guys need to go watch wrestling live and in person. And this show, I I, I so Stephen Larson, how they would say, hey, Brendo, Steve here, and Gino, and uh, we watch some wrestling. So I don't know how they would have done it for this one because it seems like uh, whenever they would like the only pro wrestling podcast, is he Triple H? The only pro wrestling podcast you uh need to be listening to but they don't really watch impact wrestling we're, we're cornering that uh to, that we're the only ones cornering the market on this on you know on, on uh what's this called? Ayaka, thank you so much on impact wrestling gino so you and i've been watching impact it's funny as kevin's reliving like all of this like all these moments i didn't realize you and i've been watching impact wrestling forever dude like a very long time and it's all next week. I think it was because me calling in like regularly, like even like saying donations, like, hey, watch this, watch Impact. You'll love Impact. And you got to finally realize, you know what, after forcing yourself through it, going through the trenches of those early 2020s, like I was, and feeling like, God, WrestleMania is annoying, but you find a love for what they do. You find a passion that they feel as these wrestlers. Like, you love this shit. You realize that they're doing the hard work no matter what it is, and we've been doing all this, and we've supported this company as Impact Faithful to the day we die. How do you add somebody to the call, Gino? I want to add Tyler to our call because people are saying, Tyler's calling. I, I just want to hit a button and make I don't want to hang up on you. Ew, oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Okay, hold on. Wait. Let's hit. I don't want to hit that button or that button or that button. Let's hit this button. Oh, that hung up on Gino. <laughs> Didn't think it was going to happen like that. It happened so quick. Let's see if Tyla answers in our new uh, Spider Cam. Okay, it's doing. It's making. I. I you, we all see something there. Oh my gosh! Is he into the Spider Verse? Is he in the Spider Verse? What is happening, Tyla? How do you get in? Why does it? Oh, look how cool it all looks, though. This is amazing, Tyla. We got to get Tyla on the line. I will. We will solve this. We, we, I want to hear from Tyler. He's there live. Let's just call him. Start a voice call. Maybe that's the way that we'll get our good friend Tyler Spida on the line. Um, he's there live with Kev B. Cool. That's hey, wow. Thank you so much, the Macho Punk. Uh, he is. So he's there live with Kevin B. Cool. Do they say it? Does he ever call himself that? He's not answering on Discord. Why don't you call your personal phone, Tyler? Um, watch. Call my cell. That. Why are we doing this? Are you calling? Let's put it like that. Because people are saying he's calling, but he's not. So let's hang up on Tyler, and we'll get Gino back in here. Because Gino it, Gino just put, yo. Just wrote back, yo. Gino's been drinking for sure. So Gino, welcome back. I, I'll figure out the Tyler thing in a little bit. 
All right, I think you could like add friend like to DM, but like that's what you'd have to do. So yeah, take your time to get that situation. We could get Tyler at any point when we need to. Born and raised in the USA. Is Tyler not my friend on here? Is that what I'm learning just now? Is that is he not my friend? We send each other messages. Add friend to DM. Send a friend request. Okay, that'll probably kick the, that'll kickstart this thing, Gino. I love that we're learning on the fly. This is a good. This is good. I like that we're doing this. Said he wanted you to join your. Okay, well he can do that now that we're friends. So, Gino, you and I have been watching Impact Wrestling like faithfully. I've been watching probably since 2020. You were definitely watching before. Like you were, you were watching the Joey Ryan like wearing shorts. Like that's that's something that's something you were doing. So, uh, I came back in really during the pandemic. I thought. Okay, I like Ace Austin. I like Josh Alexander. I liked a lot of the teams that they had. Um, and here we are all these years later. Kevin's into it finally. Tyler's into it now. And they went to a show. This was Do you a- remember when we super kicked you right in the face? Oh, my gosh. Another new follower. One fall to a finish. This is probably the best show that you could have sent them to. This was the best show we could have sent them to. And who knew this was going to be that way when it started? Like, I told Kevin, hey. They're going to be in Vegas when I went to Tartico. He was like, okay, I'm going to get a ticket there. He did. Then I was like, okay, so you got a ticket. Later on, we're like, oh, the car's getting built. Tyler's liking the show. I gave him this ticket. I made sure this all happened. So in a way, this is all around me, and I made this happen. I got us all to love Impact, and it's a great thing because Impact has been getting better and better while every other promotion has gotten shittier and shittier. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely you with your podcast that you do once a week where you were talking about Impact Wrestling. It was absolutely you who did that and Gino normally you're really good at muting the mic while I talk but you're but you've had some BLLs as you call them you've had some Bud Light Limes so we understand that you're going to be a little into the microphone it's okay that happens I'm still figuring out the tile of spider thing so we are killing time until we run down this amazing card so let's go through it Gino you and I started so you got you know what I did not watch the uh, the pre-show. So you actually got to watch the pre-show. From what I'm seeing, Deanna Parazzo looked fantastic. She looks super gorgeous tonight. Can we can we stop pretending? Can we stop the fat shaming? We all love Deanna and we love her body, right? We all love Deanna. We all love Giselle Sean. We all love Savannah Evans, the cannibal. It's an amazing time that we got to see all these three women together in this match involved and had the right person win. Is Scott Tamore really banging Giselle? Is that what we're led to believe? Is that why she's getting this push? She used to be a man. Now she's banging the, the EVP, and now she's, in, she's winning matches. But she's winning matches in deceiving, defeat, de- evil ways. <laughs> so evil ways she's finding as this black widow that she is by having help now. She now is a three-person group with Jay Vidal. That, see, that, yeah, and Jay Vidal rules, by the way. Um, and then, so the countdown started a half hour before kickoff, and I thought that wasn't enough time, but they squeezed these matches in. And according to my good friends over at WrestlingInc.com, uh, promo code Bleedies, it looks like they have like one, they have like five sentences for each match. They just blew right through it. Like, here, I'll do Steven Larson. Uh, lock up to start. Gresham dodges a kick, and they go back to locking up. They trade chops until Bailey sends Gresham out of the ring with a kick. Back inside, Bailey sends uh, Gresham to the corner for kicks, but Gresham turns things around and locks Bailey's leg on the mat. Malachi Black says she is pegging Scott. She has her nine-inch dick in Scott. <laughs> Bailey sends uh, Gresham into the corner. Uh, Bailey gets trapped in a figure four, but reaches the rope to break it. They stand up and meet in the middle of the ring to trade chops and kick slowly. Wow, burn. Uh, Bailey moonsaults out of the ring. Back inside, Bailey's leg gives out with a Gresham clothesline. In the end, Gresham clobbers Bailey again and covers for the three. 
Is that really all that it was? That sounds like the shittiest match. There was a lot more into it than that. They do just try to get like all the year the highlights, the high spots, be like, oh, he does this move. So he does the kicks. He does, he goes for ultimate weapon. He does all these things, but they're like, it doesn't feel the same way as if you actually watch them wrestling. So like, this is probably the best pre-show match we've ever had on a countdown too. Well, and, and, and when I'm watching, uh, when I'm not, when I'm, when we do the dynamite post show, sometimes I will have wrestling. Hey, ink up. Oh, thank you so much. Big worm. I will have the wrestling ink up just to kind of remember what happened. And they go fucking super deep on that. They'll have six paragraphs for a CM Punk promo. Like for some reason on this card, they were just, ah, never mind. We don't need to do this. We're, we're not interested in, in impact over here at wrestling Inc. but that's on them. We'll be the, we'll be the ones that actually, I should do that. I should go move by move, take all the notes. And then I could do my real Steven Larson impression. Uh, so the, the card opens. And this is when I finally got my phone on. I knew that it was seven. I was uh, fist deep in some. Me- Thank you so much, big worm. I was fist deep in some Mexican style ribs, having an amazing dinner with some family, Gino. And I got to see Frankie Kazarian coming out to the ring. And also, how awesome is, is it to, for like to see Diener up on the stage like the whole time doing his thing? And Kevin's like right there with an eye shot. It was great seeing Deer the entire time staying in character, not fucking breaking his eye contact on anything going on in the ring, making sure Sammy is following that next step to be part of the design. Oh, the seven deadly steps. What an amazing thing. Like I love all I, I love that they're doing this, right? I, I because it would be Diener himself isn't a main eventer yet or right now. So like them adding Sammy to the group gives them a main eventer. But it also kind of puts Diener over. Like Sammy's really trying to impress this mid carter and now we're building Diener up to a very top tier heel and we love him i mean we're, we're loving this guy for real um so okay we have kazarian versus khan and i remember when this was announced i was kind of thinking like khan why, why not sammy i guess sammy and, and kazarian are fighting tomorrow night but i thought this was a good match i thought uh khan came out and you know i always get in my head i always have that stupid connor the rat gimmick from nxt redemption but he is a big fucking guy. He's huge. And he's not like he's not six pack. He's just a big ass kicking looking guy. And that's what this match was. And it's not like Kazarian beat him with a flux capacitor. He he had to use like uh Sammy Callahan ended up costing Khan the win and Kaz uh Kaz hit a cutter, you know, an RKO, and got the big win over Khan. What'd you think, dude? And I felt like this was the great opening match we got to have we have the wwe style of a big man who got like used by WWE. like you still see him having mannerisms in the way he would show himself off as a big man baby would put him as against an indie darling a guy who is still wrestling indie style had a big co- great contrast of styles just like jonathan gresham and mike bailey we had and i felt like it did a great job getting people hyped up for this big show that we were gonna have from beginning <laughs> to it uh, I got um, – let me see if I can get this up. Our boy Tyler Spida is uh, is currently hanging out with with some celebs, Gino. Looks like he's hanging out with one Deanna Parazzo uh, because they went to that after party, right? Like that was their thing was they were going to go and, and meet some of the wrestlers. Deanna was one that you could meet. And I was wondering, like, is she the kind of wrestling personality that you have to, like – you know, she wants a Sasha Banks style, like, you need to be nine feet away from me. Tyler Spider is touching Deanna Parazzo. Gino, look. 
He's it's a great her. thing. She feels safe that she does might have the other head slowly around him. You can see it's great, safe and protected. She is and he is together. I bet great track. you know, she's super hot in person, right? She's got to be one of those chicks that like on TV, we're kind of we take we take it for granted. But when you're there live and like looking at her in person, you're like afraid to touch her because she's she's just so beautiful. Gino, Gino, are there women at your work? There are women at my work. Have you ever had a woman ask you to like touch her? Yes. Like I had a woman who was like, like, hey, can you crack my back? And in order for me to do that, I had to like grab her from behind. And as I was about to do it, I like stopped myself and I was like, okay, everybody, uh, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to lay my hands on the front of you, okay? Like I had to like say it out loud and get verbal consent because it is 2023. Like look at Tyler and Deanna just going right for it, you know. Gino, has, have any of the women at your work asked you to crack their back? Not crack the back, no. But giving hugs, like some people like need that for comfort because they're going through some shit, and I've had that happen at work and elsewhere. You're hugging chicks at work already. What have you been there for a month? I've been there for about three months now. So you're hugging chicks already. Three months in, here's a hug. Yeah, people would trust me. I'm a trustworthy individual. People feel they can trust me as a good person. I try to be. I trust you when you're looking directly into the camera. Because sometimes when you're talking, you're like looking up. And when it's that Gino, I don't know if I can trust him or not. Like when you're doing this, I don't know. And then the other Gino, like when I'm looking this way, I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at like you as I'm saying it. Yes, I see you right there, Gino. You know you have your own monitor. Like this is the Gino monitor. I got a three monitor set up here. This is the Gino monitor right here. So I like you fucking Gino. You you're hugging chicks at work. What is what is wrong with you? That's awesome, Gino. But look at Tyler. He's hugging Diana like they've been together for months. She's gorgeous. Malachi Black says, "Fuck yeah, Gino. Three months, good shit." See, look, you even got Nathan on your side now. Yeah, Nathan Spore me understands. Like I've been working hard with this job. Tyler is getting in there with this mean green. It's great. Got to see Diana. If only, if only he was a big enough fan to want to go meet. PCO at the same time would have been even bigger. Hey, PCO well, and Dion. I'm going to write back. I've never. Oh, thank you so much, an, an NJPW guy. I've never been more jealous of a human. There we go. I, I said that to our friend Tyler. Look, he got to meet Tiana. She looks amazing in person, and I'm unbelievably jealous. And I didn't get to watch her match tonight. So are you saying it's worth going back and watching Gino? I would say it is worth going back and watch because you get to see who is sided with Giselle Shaw and Jay Vidal to cost Deanna her match. So after this, we go to hey, G- another elixir bomb. Thank you so much, Big Worm. Uh, so after this, we cut backstage. Gia Miller, Gia Miller is talking with Brian Myers about the four-way. Now they kind of alluded that Matt Cardona is like, not here tonight he's never he hasn't we haven't seen him in weeks he might did they kind of say he's not coming back or what i think it's setting up like what he's gonna do we don't know who he's gonna how he's gonna cost brian myers a match it's like what's gonna happen is Matt ever gonna come back they're like teasing he's still here maybe he's not so we're looking forward to when he does show up and cost brian myers a big time match maybe the digital media championship against whoever is the digital media champion right now because i don't want to spoil the match that happens for that time Gino, I do enjoy when people see my Discord. They're always like, you use the light version? What is wrong with you? You'll learn this about me on almost every app, light version. I don't know why. I like white. Now, that sounded racist. I like a light screen. I like uh, bright and vibrant colors. If I look at dark screens, it makes me sad. So I need to keep everything well lit and bright. And and that's where that's where this comes from. That's I like a white Discord. Am I the only person? I must be the only person if everyone says I'm crazy, right? 
It's because like you don't use Discord as much as other people because you use dark mode for stuff you use like for a long period of time. When you're using stuff for a short period of time, you do use light mode dark. Okay, so that must be it. Because I'm on Discord for maybe like a half hour or something, maybe probably way less than that a day. So Parts made in Japan says that looks awful. Oh, does it look awful? I love it. It's my favorite. I like a nice white screen. Microsoft Word is white. I love that. So I guess, but hey, maybe I'm the only one, Gino. We got to hide this Discord, though, before people start posting inappropriate stuff. You know what I mean, Gino? So after that match, which I thought, or so after Brian Myers talks about Matt Cardona uh, possibly not coming back or alluding that he wasn't there, not sure where they were going with that. I kind of thought it meant Myers and Cardona are going to be feuding soon. Are they, are they doing that already, or do you think we need to do that later on? And I think it's a good idea to do it already because it could set up for who will be like number one contender for either like digital media or even the world title after Rebellion because they could do Brian Myers, McIntyre at Sacrifice. They could have that be a big marquee match on oh that. Oh my gosh, Gino! They totally deleted the Botrix web extension. That's why it's not playing. I feel I Nathan redo all the grits. Everyone redo grits. I didn't realize that they deleted the browse the the browser extension. So we uh, maybe it should have been on though because this is it right here. TTS. Okay, Gino, I'm leaving it open. I think it's set now. Good. All right. So, uh, what was that? What the fuck were we talking about, Gino? So, yes, I think that they should wait a little bit longer. They haven't even been Impact Champions yet. So, I, I think that we're still building towards that before we even imagine breaking up the major players, one of your favorite wrestling tag teams. Now, immediately following this, we had some uh, tag team champions. You notice in, now that we're not in the match striker era, we don't do the, and now it's time for our championship portion of the, of the, of this event, because the second match on the card was for a championship. The knockouts tag team titles, your favorite, the death dolls versus my favorite, the hex dude, Marty bell. I forgot. I was like, I like everything about her. So this match I thought was actually pretty good. Allison K is a, it, she's she's got like a new figure about her. She's not as in like shape as she once was, but it kind of works better. Am I crazy? And I could agree with that. Like Sienna was like an amazing shape, but she was knockouts champion. Like she had that whole look about her. Now that she has a new look, a new Kim gimmick all together compared to Sienna, it fits her better that she is a little bit bigger. But yeah, and it looks good still. The, the from from the waist, or yeah, from the waist out, I was still enjoying this match thoroughly. So let's message Tyler Spider. It's all good, amigo. Want me to add you to the Gino call? But I thought this match was good. A lot of good back and forth. I did think for a few times the hex was gonna win because in my head I'm like they were kind of doing the story with Rosemary owes something to her dark father. Is that a good sinister minister? Is that a good James Mitchell? That was a good James Mitchell. We gotta hear your Kevin Sullivan since we know Kevin Sullivan is their father. Dude, the I don't know if I could pull that off. I, I like I, I don't remember how that really goes all the way. Let's see. Okay. Are you? Uh, yes, please. I'm gonna talk to the front. We're gonna grab food. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk to the front. We're gonna grab food and go to. Oh, okay. So let's try and get Tyla on right now. So what I do, Gino, is I go into our call together. Um, we're just doing all. We're doing all this on the fly. We're doing it live. Add friends. So we go Tyla. Why doesn't he pop up? You can add hey, a. What? Thank you so much for the fireball. What's his name in Discord? It's Tyla. Tyla Spider. Why doesn't it pop up? No friends that are not already in this DM. So, okay, let's see now. Give me a quick hello after the front desk. Someone random upgraded me. 
Okay, he's give him a second. He hasn't added me yet. So, Gino, th- again, going further, I thought this was a really good match, a good tag team match. I'm not a big Death Dolls guy, but I thought everyone did a really good – and since we're having, like, gimmicky Death Dolls, having gimmicky Hex was also – it worked, dude. I loved it. I loved it, too, and that's why I'm excited Malachi that we're going to have the Hex, Diana the Death Dolls. Tyler's dick. Oh, I bet, Malachi Black says Deanna sucked Tyler's dick. Now that I fix it, it's going to play twice all the – fucking time Gino so do you think that's what actually happened I don't think anything like that anything like that happened I feel what happened though is we have Killer Kelly and Taylor Wilde ready for this knockout Put that shit on. thank you Beelzebub it's, it's Beelzebub all those times I was saying Beelzebub I was putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable oh that's right Tyler has a weird name it's like at spider at ball backwards right Gino it's some type of weird thing, but I think I could add him now if I find him really quick. Let me oh, see if I dude, can what try if you add could do that. What Tyler, if you could do that? What if Gino could do that? Join call. There we go. Oh, wait. What did you do? I, I stopped. I I made this whole DM set it up for us. So okay. yeah, Tyler, at least could join the call when he's able to. Oh, this is fantastic, Gino. I'm going to bring you back. So you can turn your video on when you're ready. Yep. I'm bringing Check you me. back to the screen. There you are. They can join whenever it fits them. Amazing work, Gino. Um, you're and a- the Discord video is not up, by the way, so I guess that real quick. Wait, what does that so mean? So I can see you. So I, I can't see you, Kurt. Why not? So turn the video back up. There we go. Is that better? Now I see you. Yeah, we're good. So yeah, now Tyler can just join right in when he's ready. Gino, the hex lost. Put that shit on. But we all thought they were winning. What a bum out. Uh, but you like Death Dolls, right? I'm a big fan of the Death Dolls. I'm glad they got the big win and looking forward to seeing what happens next with Rosemary and her Death Dolls. But where, but where do they go? So Griega says, what's a good place to start watching Impact? I haven't watched in a while. Griega, oh my gosh, Ultimate Insiders, YouTube.com slash Impact Wrestling. Like, it's $5. It's, it's so crazy to me how they can put that out there for so little. Like, it's five bucks. And then I love when they're trying to say, like, you can get a year of impact plus for $71 because that still costs more money than impact than ultimate insiders on YouTube. So we definitely need uh, more people to be on that. Like when you go to my, I've been a subscriber since it existed. I've always been a member of ultimate insiders. I don't watch it all the time, but you do get all the episodes of impact wrestling the night that they air. You can go back and watch them whenever you want. Uh, it's commercial free. It's five fucking dollars. I, I can't. It doesn't make any sense to me how this exists. How does this company? This is like when I watch MLW for free on YouTube. How does this company exist? Is it just Steven New? Well, I mean, now we know MLW have their whole big TV deal and reels. They probably make a lot of money with the real stuff they got. So they're good. Now we now know how they make their money. But Impact, we, they know how loyal the Impact faithful are. And they're going to keep supporting this company till the day it dies or they die. Because Impact is the greatest. And I would have to say the best place to start for you like to really go through the trenches that we went through during the pandemic, the first place you should watch is Wrestle House 2. It's a Thanksgiving special of Impact Wrestling. It's worth watching. Please get you through it. If you can get through that, you can get through everything if that Impact has to get. you can get through that. No, so I, there's so many other places to start. I would probably start with Josh Alexander versus Moose. I thought when Josh Alexander beat Moose for the championship, that was kind of this launch into the modern era of Impact Wrestling. If you want to go back to when, I, when, when you and I were – Probably when I, I don't know because this was kind of 
several months into me being back into it. Whenever TJP and Josh Alexander had the Iron Man match on BTI, that was a huge like wow, they're just putting a fucking Iron Man match on BTI. Like who's gonna watch that? And then the show like the the BTI ended and then the end of the match was on impact. I thought that was so cool the way that they did that. And if you want more people to watch BTI, they probably should do that. Like you're joining this match live and in progress from BTI. And then maybe people will check out BTI because I'm not watching BTI. Are, are, are we doing that yet? Do I need to start watching, Gino? last time I watched I've, it, there was like a Byron Saxton ripoff telling me what happened last week. I, and I feel it sometimes is worth watching because I do like Josh Matthews, GM Miller. They have good chemistry together. And then we do have Iceman's Intel giving us the 411 of what's going on because there's some backstage stuff you don't hear about until Iceman tells you about it. And then you do get like an exclusive match. And sometimes that leads into the program like we got with G, uh, with Giselle Shaw and Deanna. That chilly spot happened on BTI. So it started this whole feud. That's true. Yeah, they built the feud. They did build it on BTI. And sometimes if you don't see somebody for a while, like Speedball's been Ew, on BTI. B2 is subscribing. 23-month subscriber. Speaking of the Ultimate Insider, I remember Sammy Callahan yelling at me, Impact Wrestling fans. Is that how he talks? You, we have the Ultimate Insiders with a monthly show from me in a in behind the scenes. Look, he really wanted me to do it for five bucks. How do we not, Gino? Holy shit, Gino! Wait, I gotta bring him up too. How does Kevin always do this so fast? It's Tyler freaking Spider. He's live from the hotel room. Where where is that? Ladies, we're at Samstown Live, literally hey, the wow. event where Impact took place. And for some reason, when I came to this hotel, a mysterious anonymous person upgraded my regular room to a suite. Check this room out, dude. Wait. Oh, my goodness. The the spider suite. How did TV this? be on the other side of the mirror and then look at this view, ladies. Look at this beautiful view. Dude. Oh, my gosh. How did this what happen? Who did this for Tyler Spida? Do you do you have any suspicions, any guesses on who would have done such a um, such a heroic? I know task? that it wasn't you know. I know that it wasn't my family. So honestly, the only thing that I could think that the only person that I think that could do such a thing, it has to be impact, right? It has <laughs> it was probably dude, it had to be Scott Damore. Kevin is there! It's Kev B. Cole. Macklin, baby. <laughs> Dude, Macklin was next to you during the whole the design match with his hands like that. It was awesome. He said, "I, I hurt my fucking." Leg. I said, <laughs> Rest up, Macklin. Let them let them hurt each other. Dude, he just Macklin loves Kevin. Yeah, dude, you the whole show you just see Kevin leaning on the guardrail. It was fantastic. As you as you guys scroll through the Discord, you're gonna see it. You like you guys were main characters. Tyler also looked like he was about to hop the barricade, and he was abyss. Like you look so big out there. We were so excited to see you. That that too sweet to uh, what the Chris Bay was everything. That that was my whole fucking night right there. And then for Mickey to be taunting her belt to the guy that was flipping her off, but then still come back to give me a high five. And then to touch Diana, what the hell, lady? Best night of all time. Oh, I was so jealous. I saw that in the Discord. Like, no, you get to touch her shoulder. I thought she was going to have the Sasha Banks, like, broom. Like, don't you fucking dare touch me. And, I mean, th and there you guys are, like, pretty much dating. Yeah, I, I saw her literally already, like, hugging Gino over there. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you know, of course I'm going to be able to touch a couple Genos in there, yeah. Like there, we saw the crowd, right? Gino fits in, but you guys looked awesome. You were like the two handsome studs, like scouting talent out for for AEW. 
And, and now we're going to be scouting talent out. I busted open live tonight. We're going to have to go, please. We're going to go get some food. We're going to uh, rest up a little bit. We're going to recalibrate for busted open live. And then we're going to go fucking recruit to bring some people back to the sweet cat. Uh, Leading got a fucking jacuzzi, man. Look at this. There's a fucking hot tub in the room. How did they do this? Is Do they pick it? Did they pull your name out of the MAGA hat? Like, how did they know? Like, we got to get Tyler in the fucking sweetest room that we have here at Sam's Town. None of us, none of us knew what that was until the killers made an album. Right? It's so confusing to, to walk in here and literally see that I have a kitchen in the living room is the weirdest thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Well, you don't ever have to leave if you stay long enough, squatters rights. Put that shit on! Put that shit on! Ricardio, thank you, bro. Look, Tyler's on, on Fleeties, dude. Hi. Dude, Kevin. We got to go get some food before Busted Open Live. Thank you so much for having us on, man. You guys have an amazing time tonight. Love you guys so much. You guys did us proud out there. Uh, the whole fucking show representing hard. Have a good night, boys. Gino, that was our hero, and that was Tyler Spider. That, that was our hero and our other hero. That was our heroes, Gino. How do you feel? I feel like just a proud like brother. Like my brothers went to the thing, you know? It was an amazing thing, time to see them together. It's amazing they got to experience Impact Live and be able to have the suite and see them just having a great time. It's amazing. Oh, really. our brothers out there. You know what they got to see? They got to see my favorite match type of all time, the Doc Combat match. Um, now, this was awesome, Gino. I know that it's gimmicky. I know that there's a keyboard and a, and a Nintendo, what was that? A, no, a Dreamcast. There was a lot of gimmicky stuff, but why do I love it so much? And they actually used the weapon. Like, uh, who took a bump on the keys? That, that every, Everything in this match looked like it hurt, which was what I loved about the first one, like with Rich Swan and, and uh, Brian Myers. What a fucking amazing match that was. Oh, that that's where you should start. If you're going to watch Impact, watch Rich Swan, Brian Myers for the Digital Media Championship in a dark combat match. I loved that match. Uh, this was really good, too, though. I think that I think Joe Hendry, I think the entrances alone, although, you know, was Joe Hendry flat tonight? Did the crowd not pop the way we thought they would? The crowd popped the way they should for Joe Hendry's entrance, but then Joe Hendry tried to talk shit about the city of sins, be like, the only sin is you, you don't say we believe. Again, that's what it would felt like. Like he just had to force the we believe in. But before then, his entrance was over, and then Moose, the wrestling guy, came out to jumpstart the match. It was great for the Moose. Yeah, I, like. That that part was just weird. He was like, "The only yeah, the only sin is we don't say we believe." And I think he thought the crowd would erupt to go, "We believe, we we believe, we believe." He thought they were gonna bust out with the elite chant, and then nobody did anything. And he was like, "In Joe Henry," like the crowd was just not at all. They did not know where he was going with that. But you gotta try. Try that out on BTI. Do that on BTI a couple weeks, and then you'll know where the crowd stands with that. Other than that, uh, what was your favorite part, the VR? I'm, my favorite part had to be the Dreamcast just because I love the Dreamcast system, and it's great that we got to use that because for weeks and like, different events we had, like the barbed wire N64 controller, Sammy, and then we had another barbed wire mask where we had the barbed wire N64 controller. So he having a Dreamcast, having just more retro consoles being used as weapons was sweet. I believe in Joe Hendry. A retrocon. Is that what people say for retro, like old consoles? They just call it retrocons now? Or we're really maximizing efficiency with the way we talk, Gino. 
Yes, that's what we all have to. We have to abbreviate everything. Bud Light Labs or B-double-L's. We know this. Dude, I got a Nintendo GameCube memory card here. So I was even. So I have the GameCube here. It no longer works. It doesn't read the disc anymore. They sell like a special screwdriver that you have to use to like fix it. And I, I found a used GameCube on eBay for 60 bucks. I might be just ordering a new GameCube. I tried to play the emulator. I don't like it, okay? I like to play the GameCube, Gino. And apparently, uh, I'm even reading in the chat like, oh, the Wii. Um, I know that the... the uh, the Gen 1 Wii was able to play GameCube games. So people have even suggested, hey, why don't you just get a Wii Gen 1? Is that a, is that all the fast people say it? Oh, you get a Wii Gen 1, and you get a RetroCon, and that way you can play your, your MVP 05. Because I just need to play MVP 05. And I understand you need to play MVP 05, and that's an amazing game you need to play. But you also need to play Day of Reckoning 2, whatever console you get, a Wii Gen 1 or a GameCube. You need to get WWE Day of Reckoning 2, the best GameCube wrestling. I remember... Well, uh, Day of Reckoning 1 was very good, too. I remember not liking WrestleMania 19. As far as GameCube wrestling games, I was so excited for WrestleMania 19. It's like my favorite WrestleMania, or one of my favorite WrestleManias. And, like, it wasn't, the whole storyline was, like, Stephanie McMahon stopping you. Like, no, you can't, you, we're going to prevent you from going to WrestleMania. And then I'm, like, Goldberg beating up people with a shovel backstage. Like, I have to break into WrestleMania. <laughs> like, that's that's the storyline of this game. Uh, so it didn't live up to the hype as I thought it would, Gino. It was still fun, but I enjoyed revenge, just beating the hell out of people, getting, getting people killed by cars and shit, just trying to kill motherfuckers off top of rooftops. Yeah. It was yeah, at least fun. Yeah, that was, I don't know, I, I don't think I got very far, I just didn't like, I didn't like the idea, uh, yeah, there's even like, all the all the, the, the uploads on YouTube were like, this video game is insane. <laughs> it's just the craziest, like, you have to fucking beat up security guards uh, on top of hoods of cars to be able to get to WrestleMania. That would be fantastic now that I'm talking about it. So, Gino, uh, we move on from Joe Hendry retaining his championship. What did you think it was a roll-up? Is it, it like we're, we're protect, We continue to protect Moose, right? Like that's what we're doing with roll-up losses. That's what we do when, when, when Rich Swan beat him. Do you think that this – I don't like do you feel cheated at all? Like, oh, another pay-per-view match that ends with a roll-up. That's exactly what I wanted to pay for. Well, here, on this Impact paper, we did get multiple roll-up finishes. And the thing is, I did not feel cheated at all because these were all great matches from beginning up to the roll-up. I feel like the roll-up sometimes does taint a little bit, but it doesn't take away from the amazing contest you got to see. Well, but WWE does roll-ups, and sometimes those matches are really good, too, and you hate it when Vince does it. Sometimes I don't mind. It really depends on the match and like how I feel that night too. It's so depending impact. I felt like they did a good job sparsely, like spreading it between certain matches, the roll-ups, but it was a few too many in some people's perspective, but I didn't mind the roll-up. I thought was fine for this match and the others later. Now, when they announced this busted open talk show thing on a pay-per-view, I was like, Oh, that kind of sucks. This was awesome. Gino, especially because we had it like, Several good matches in a row. We had a dot combat match. You know that we have to bring like the crowd back down a little bit, get them ready for more wrestling. This was an amazing way to do that. Bully Ray is so good on the mic. Tommy Dreamer is so good on the mic. This whole thing of like, hey, Bully, you get 60 seconds to talk, and you imagine he's just going to yell for 60 seconds, and he just says, I'm sorry. And then Tommy's like, that's all you could say, you're sorry. And they, you know, to, like the way they set this up, and we all knew as wrestling fans, like Bully's just doing this to turn heel to get more heat later on. This is so obvious what we're doing. And then 
uh, pretty for those. I mean, this is a spoiler cast. This is the fucking. This is No Surrender's fourth hour. If you're listening to this, you should have watched No Surrender. And if you haven't watched it, pause this. Go to YouTube.com. Oh, thank you so much for the elixir bomb. Go to YouTube.com slash Impact Wrestling Ultimate Insiders. $5 a month. I don't get – there's no promo code for that, Gino. There's no promo code Vleeties on Manscaped.com. Uh, like there is right now, by the way, Gino Performance Package. Just throwing that out there. You can save 20% free worldwide shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code Vleeties. I think it ends up being like 170 or something, which, I mean, it's a complete grooming kit. You get all kinds of stuff. Try out that deodorant on your balls. You actually will probably like it. Uh, I ended up really enjoying it, too. I did notice you you need that, you know, after you shave your pubes. You need to put, like, a deodorant because there's nothing to absorb any sweat. There's no more hair. So this was an amazing, amazing spot. And so, again, I just told everybody to go subscribe. Go subscribe, everybody, to uh, Impact Ultimate Insiders. And they bring up Scott Hall, and they bring up this NWO documentary that Bully Ray had watched, and all he can think about is – like, oh, man. Do you remember when we super kicked you right Thank in the face? Thank you, Metaprotist. Like, uh, you know, all he could think about is when you die, I'm going to, like, Malachi Black says no one wants a smelly dick. Absolute dude. That might be the worst thing. Even sometimes if I pull my pants down at work to go pee, I'm like, oh, why do I, ah, ah, why do I smell it? Ah. So maybe they bring up this documentary, you know, and it's all about, you know, Scott Hall's dead and Kevin Nash has this realization that his best friend is dead. And he's, like, sitting there, like, you know, crying. And Bully doesn't want to live a life where he's mad at Tommy. He wants he wants Tommy, you know, he wants Tommy to 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 be friends again. They want to get over their bullshit because they've been together for so long. And then he threw a cup of coffee at Tommy's face. And then he smashed the coffee pot on Tommy's face, which I don't listen to Busted Open. Do they regularly drink coffee on the show? And I would have to assume it's an ongoing like gimmick that they do. I haven't watched Busted Open in ever besides the Enzo interview. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've never even listened to Busted Open Radio. I, I've probably listened to just like the podcast version when they had somebody on that I was interested in. But uh, yeah, I've never. I Oh, and I, dude, I listened to Cafe de Rene. I listened to their last episode because it looks like they haven't. It looks like they haven't uploaded an episode since like November. And uh, it was just Renee Dupree is such a bitter fuck. And his co-host, will, who's by the way, is calling via Skype or some shit. He'll he'll kind of just say like oh, by the way, I can't do an impression because he has an accent. By the way, did you hear they're going to uh, CM Punk's? He might return. Really? That's pretty fucking wild. That's the whole podcast. It's so bad. See, and in the chat, is it bad if I listen to Cornette? Absolutely not. Because at least Cornette still gives you energy and he's funny and he's trying to put on a performance. He he knows like how to get his – he has a massive audience that will follow him no matter what. He has people that listen to him that don't even agree with him. Like, the fucking Young Bucks suck dick and will never be successful wrestlers. Mark my words. And then AEW takes off and can be this huge successful company. And he can still sit back and he'll say, motherfucker, can you believe – uh, can, can you believe that the fucking Young Bucks are still selling arenas out? It's it's incredible, Gino. Um, but when I want, so yes, it's not a bad thing if you listen to that. I don't listen to Busted Open, though. So I, I was wondering, like, why do they have coffee? Is that like a thing that they do? It was also so subtle, I didn't notice the coffee when it was out there. And then they threw the coffee in his face. I was like, this show is fucking awesome. And then he beat up Tommy with the coffee pot. Oh, it was such a great moment. And he was just such an asshole. And he's like, like, what did he keep saying? Like, uh, oh, what did he keep saying? Who, who am I? 
Is that what he was saying? Or you think I'm happy? What did he say, Gino, over and over again? I said I can't remember what he kept saying over and over again. But what I do love is like this whole discussion got set up because we had a beat the clock challenge this past Thursday last night where we had Bully Ray finding out like who if he was going to beat the clock because job like Tommy Dreamer beat the fucking one dude of the Hotch. He bought beat Hotch in like two under two minutes. Bully Ray gets his chance to be like if he beats the challenge, he gets to talk first. And he ends up winning that challenge, so he then gets to speak first, and then sets up this. I get. I was shocked. Like, is this even going to be good? And it ended up being the best segment I've seen in a long time. <laughs> just a sit down interview, wanna be radio talk show segment. It was awesome. Well, and do yeah. you think like because because I so I thought of this too. The beat the clock challenges are stupid, and all, and all of professional wrestling, they're kind of the dumbest shit because it's just it's we hey this is a squash match, right? And you know who's going to win, all right? Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer are winning their matches. So it kind of removes a lot of suspense. It also makes some of your card look shitty because it's like some of the talent is just coming out here and you know that they're going to fucking lose. Like they just, okay, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm getting it up here for, for podcasters. We, I have, we, we have no surrender right here at all times. You know why, Gino? We're, we're ultimate insiders. Like it's incredible. That mean somebody like me. Yeah, he kept yelling that. Somebody like me? Somebody like me? So this is right after he poured the cup of coffee. He throws a chair at Dave LaGreca, which is awesome. He's hurt. Dude, he's hurt. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's uncalled for. Boom! Fucking coffee pot to the head. And then I love, I mean, Ray Walt and Hannafin, and you and, I, and like uh, watching Impact the other night with Kevin, going back to the D'Lo and Stryker era where I liked D'Lo and I suffered through Stryker, but now that I hear Hannafin and, and Ray Walt, what a great announce team. 205 Live died once these two left. And dude, it, like hearing them together, Jesus, so fucking good. They are like the best announced team in wrestling right now because, yes, we have like a three-man booth on both other shows or even four-man on AEW for time time. They can't get as much like energy, a true feel of like these motherfuckers actually are being real about this like Impact does. And uh, then we then we go back again to Gia Miller, which, by the way, I love. Like An Impact pay-per-view is so good because they know. It's not like WWE where there's a bunch of commercials like that make no sense. It's like, I'm Brock Lesnar. And it's like showing clips from like 2002. Like, why do they put that on a pay-per-view? They, they can't think of anything else to put in these segments. They, they have to put like a commercial for like, I'm the almighty Bobby Lashley. Like, who cares? Like, why, why are we watching this on a fucking pay-per-view? So you go, wait a sec. There's been a development. Tyla, are you in the elevator? I'm so sorry for interrupting, and it's never going to happen again. You won't believe what just fucking happened. You want to tell I just met Tommy Dreamer, and I told him he's a legend. I said, we're going to the after party. You guys met Tommy Dreamer? We were just talking about him. He got hit in the face with a coffee pot. Be Tommy Dreamer. We're just standing there. And you know what he was saying? You know what he was saying? He was like, so yeah, and then the spot. that had, He was talking to someone that worked at Impact. They were both talking. To, Tommy stayed on my fucking floor. What the fuck? He upgraded my room. He stayed in the same room, probably. Uh, he was like, I fucking threw out my back. I 
with that spot with Mickey, and, I, and I'm fucked now. It's all fucked. Like, he's pissed off, and then Kevin revealed it that we're going to be there later. Yeah. He still has to get up and so go, go to the after party. You're a legend. Thank <laughs> <laughs> That's all, please. We had to break that news. I'm, I'm so sorry. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. That's amazing news. They met Tommy Dreamer. You, who else are they going to meet? Stay tuned. <laughs> This is amazing. Like, this is why, Gino, this is why you sent them there. Like, it's so obvious now why they had to go to Impact Wrestling's No Surrender. Because you knew way before I did they were going to meet Tommy Dreamer. They were going to touch Macklin. They were going to touch Deanna. Why am I not there? I don't know. You know, you and I, we couldn't go there. We're both busy men working. You know, I had to work to make this happen, and now it happened, and I could have worked to help you make it happen, but I don't know if that'd be possible with hell, your family situation. So at least I got to make some dreams come true with Kevin and Tyler being able to meet to get one day. Dude, we got to we gotta do a mania. That, that, that's where this culminates. We got to do a mania, not Los Angeles, because that one's probably already sold out. Where's the next mania? Maybe we just do a TWFS mania where we all get together. We go to some shows at WrestleMania. We go see the multiverse of uh, the multiverse of matches. That would be so fucking fun, dude. Um, and then we also do like a live. Blissim07 says you're a legend, Gino. Gino is an absolute stallion, bro, for what he was able to pull off tonight. Gino, thank you so much for your for for your generosity, sending our boys to Vegas. Well, one of them is already in Vegas. Sending our boys to Impact Wrestling, dude. Uh, Gia Miller is backstage with Rich Swan. Steve Macklin interrupts, and he says that he wants Swan to win because you and I watch Impact. We know last month Steve Macklin beat Rich Swan in that awesome. What, didn't he like run into like a rail or something? And Macklin pinned him after that. That was awesome. So, yes, Gino, Steve Macklin, because that's what I would do. Like, hey, I just beat you, Rich. You better win the belt tonight so I can beat you again. Like, that's so 1997 WWE, and we're all here for it, Gino. We are all here for it. He did win in that amazing Atlanta Falls Count Anywhere in Atlanta match that was I was there for, and he did, like, ram his fucking head into that guardrail, smash into it, one, two, three. He won and this amazing win, and this set us up for this amazing Fatal 4 where we get to see next. Oh, this Fatal 4-Way was fantastic. Now, I have to be honest, I did fast-forward a little bit. I, can't, I think I fast-forwarded to the PCO salt. It was, like, perfect timing to hit play. I saw Brian Myers dressed like the Hurricane. Thought that was a little odd. Um, I saw Heath. Heath actually looked pretty good. I was like, okay, is Heath like taking this shit seriously? Um, but my, my favorite wrestler might be Brian Myers, dude. I love Brian Myers. I really was hoping he was going to win this match. Of course, PCO made sure that he didn't. And then, much like you and I probably could have predicted, Eddie Edwards cost PCO this match. We're building towards Monsters Ball PCO, Eddie Edwards at Rebellion. At least that's what I believe. Although we got one more stop. We got two more stops on the road to Rebellion, right? We have Sacrifice and we have Multiverse of Matches. Multiverse of Matches is normally, they mix that. They do a multiverse where we kind of ignore that this is a weekly show and we just kind of put, here's one of our top guys against your top guy. They do, you know, they spread it out a little bit. They already said Kushida, Josh Alexander. Um, but I thought this was a really, really good match. Uh, and it was, I called it Gino Macklin. It's his time. As much as it pains me to say, Macklin is the top heel on this show. He is the top heel, and this is an amazing contest. We did get Macklin to get over, so we got this big win over Heath. 
gets the pin. But then what I was excited for after was that we got to see, because he was not booked. We had these losers who were not champions. This was the championship match. Just to determine who the number one tender is, but the current X-Men's champion who's retained in what I think might have been one of Genos the greatest Vacuum singles. says here, I'm working like an asshole when I should have been watching. <laughs> That's true. You should have been watching Impact like all of us. But it's, we had an amazing monsters ball match, an amazing singles monsters ball, just one-on-one. Crazy Steve and Trey Miguel last night that set up for Trey Miguel to retain that title in a match that I was thinking for sure Trey was going to lose. And he comes out, he's like, I beat this one monster, and now I want to beat the fuck out of this other monster, this other monster PCO, even though he was assaulted by Eddie Edwards at the shovel, was still able to come back and beat the hell out of Trey because he is not human. Gino's vacuum, don't worry. You could still go to YouTube.com slash Impact Wrestling. Ultimate Insiders, $5. Watch the event. It was so good. Um, honestly, like, and I'm saying that honestly. I know, like, sometimes you and I get on here and it's like tongue in cheek when you and I used to review MLW because I liked MLW, but I would never expect anyone else to watch that. Like, if you're if you're a WWE fan, you probably won't like MLW. If you were a WWE fan, Gino and I used to, to review 205 Live. So yeah, I don't think that people are were that interested. I think this event was so good that people of all like all walks of life who, who who enjoy wrestling, they would enjoy this entire card. If if not for for everything else, this next match to, uh, alone, I thought was really really good. Now this was the Ralphie match that he was going to sleep. It was very hard to put a kid to sleep um, during this match because it was so action packed, and I was trying to watch it, and he was watching it, and all these guys were flying around. And it was really really good. Um, and, and it's, you know, it's also like sad with this is like Kushida and Kenta were in the WWE and they were, and they're so good. Like, it's just so crisp. So good. Kenta's on a whole nother level. Now that he's in bullet club, he has the cocky, arrogant heel thing down pat. Like he just does it so well. Cause remember when he had his match with Tanahashi, that's really where I was awakened. Like, holy shit. Kenta's awesome. Why did WWE fuck up so much? And then you see him here and you're like, wow, he's, he got even better. So Hideo Itami sucked, you know. They did ruin it with Hideo Itami, but he was able to fight back, go to New Japan Pro Wrestling, the biggest shock we never fucking knew, because we were like, this is a Noah guy. Noah would only have it, but he came to New Japan, joined Bullet Club, became the true go-to-sleep master, proving to us that CF Punk is nothing. He just fucking steals from him. And then Kenta knowing how he could work as a heel and one of my favorite spots that Kenta loves to do is his super run like he's going to do a suicide dive or some type of big spot he does the run he like does an eye poke or an eye back scratch he does some shit you wouldn't expect it's a super attack because of a super run so I guess we should say it for podcasters um, the Motor City Machine Guns and Kushida teamed up they go by the name Time Machine because Alex Shelley and Kushida were the time splitters a junior tag team a junior heavyweight tag team in New Japan and then they're going up against the Bullet Club, which, of course, is the U.S. version of the Bullet Club is Ace Austin and Chris Bay. This was Friday night, Gino. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, and then they were teaming up with Kenta from New Japan Strong. The, or, well, he's from New Japan. But the New Japan Strong openweight champion, he just beat Fred Rosser, Darren Young for the championship. So if we can get as niche as possible, this, every niche is being touched in this one. So I thought this match was really, really well done. And, and with Kenta making his Impact Wrestling debut, you kind of assumed he was going to get a big win. And it also sets up for some future matches between uh, Chris Bay and Ace Austin getting those, getting an NJP or, yeah, getting a strong t- uh, tag team title championships, right? Like, is that where this is probably going? It's going to be the, the Bullet Club versus Motor City for the strong titles? 
You think it's where the strong titles, not the impact titles, which Motor City Machine Guns also hold? Oh, good point. They hold both. I would probably, yeah, I guess I would go impact, but it's it's kind of fun right now because they're they're kind of all they're all in all, all, everything. Like because uh, what's her name? The Bullet Club was wrestling in the New Japan like the Super Junior Tag Tournament or whatever. So here we are now in in impact. I think I think that, that since this match. Thank you, Alfie Gray. I think that since this match happened here, isn't the next event going to be a New Japan event? Because every time I watch Impact, all they tell me is, this Saturday night on Fight TV, New Japan Pro Wrestling for $20 has a match. And we did, like, they just defended the New uh, new yeah, New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions at the Battle of the Valley, so they could, like, wait for a bigger, like, an actual event here in the U.S., the next New Japan show, or even just New Japan Strong. They could defend those four, but I don't think, like, we're, we, if anything, it will be the Impact Tag Team Championships be on the line against Bullet Club. Maybe even at Sacrifice, we'll give it to yeah, yeah, I guess because we have a monthly premium live event, so why not just do it at our next one? That's that's a perfect match that you can put on the card, and we're, we're going to fucking love it, bro. So, Gino, you know what match was next, correct? Yes, I do know what match was next. This was my match. This was the match I was so hyped for. And didn't it feel like a main event? Like like this, They did a great job at making this feel so important. We didn't need Matt Stryker to come out and say, and now we join, we enter the championship portion of our evening. Because typically I would need Josh to tell me, that, or Matt to tell me that, but we didn't have him to do that. So this promo package got me so fucking hyped uh, to watch. And then even this song. Hardcore Country! Is Mickey James just getting hotter, Gino? Like I, I know that you've been drinking, so maybe you'll be a little more honest. This was a big touch fest, right? This was just an amazing contest from start to the finish, which the finish was the only sloppy part of it, but it still ended up being an amazing contest to that. And I was just, I wanted Masha to win. Did you, though? I, like, I know that you're a big Masha mark, but I just, I still don't get it. I don't get her promos. I don't get her matches. I don't think she's very good in the ring. Um, and then this match I thought was just further proof, like the way Mickey can sell and the way Mickey's like every move seemed, she just is so good at this that when I'm watching, uh, when, when I'm watching Masha, it's like, ah, she's, she's like, I love Lady Frost. <laughs> like that's every time now that I know that they're going to be forever linked because Lady Frost left impact wrestling. Cause she was like, why is Masha being brought in as this undefeated monster? And I don't win matches. Like, well, how is this? How did she, fl if we flip that coin again, can you imagine the reality of like for Lady Frost being the, Ma the Masha? I sadly don't think I would ever see Lady Frost as the Masha. It'd be wild and be like, I'll be the biggest fucking throw shit at the wall. See if it sticks like Johnny Swinger, if that would be the case. But I just, I've been a fan of Masha until the end. But that finished another tagly roll up where Mickey was pinning Masha. Even though Masha set up to pin Mickey while Mickey was tagly down, but her head was what was on the ground, not her shoulders. It was convoluted for a finish, but it was sad. But it was a great match. I think this was match of the day. No, this was not match of the night, Gino. The six-man tag was better than this match. This was a good match, though. I love Mickey James. I think 
for for the last rodeo to come to an end, and now it's just like she's just going to be the champion for a little bit, and it's probably going to all culminate with her and Jordan Grace at Rebellion, and maybe even like a Jordan Grace heel turn or something. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun, and of course we got Slammiversary in June. Maybe we could even elongate it to another Queen of the Mountain match. So there's a lot of stuff. I can't wait. And yeah, Mickey did win with like a roll up, but um, you know we, this is our second roll up of the night. But I thought it was really really good. So and for those who are wondering. Uh, March twenty fourth, sacrifice is our is the next time we get an Impact Plus or uh, an Impact Ultimate Insiders event. So that is going to be a lot of fun, Gino. Because um, they they said Mackling gets the shot at Rebellion, so I don't know if they're going to wait for a pay per view for him to. Because that does seem like the next logical who's going to beat Alexander. They did a great job building Josh Alexander as this ultimate babyface who's going to be the, the champion going forward. So it was easy to believe that that was where they were going. And he was X-Division champion, and then he moved on from that championship. He cashed it in. So all of that made total sense. Now on the opposite of that, they've built Steve Macklin up as a very believable heel champion to the point where why wouldn't he win the belt at their next biggest event? And that's what I'm really looking forward to is what happens in their next biggest event because we did see the main event here tonight of Josh Alexander versus Rich Swan, where Rich Swan sadly could not get the job. But so we do know Josh Alexander versus either whoever will be Josh Alexander's sacrifice if he defends that sacrifice or will be just simply Josh Alexander, Steve Macklin, at Rebellion in Toronto, Canada, which I think will be an amazing true main event that we are looking for. That will be fantastic. I think that's what we're going to wait for. We might do some sort of tag match or something at Sacrifice or I do I like that one sacrifice where it was like wasn't it like a fatal four way and everyone had to sacrifice something like like Jeff Hart or Jeff Jarrett had to sacrifice ownership of TNA. Mick Foley had to sacrifice the championship. Sting had to sacrifice his career. Like everybody put something on the line. And that was why it was sacrifice. What a great idea, Gino, for a pay-per-view. They should run with that again. Uh, Josh Alexander, Rich Swan. This was a great match. Rich Swan delivers good matches. I still don't believe he's ever going to win them, but the match was good. There was one moment where if you were listening, uh, if you were joining, if you were with us while we were watching the main event, um, there absolutely was a moment where Rich hit the the Phoenix Splash, and I thought it was over. And even you were like, you were you were probably at your peak Bud Light Lime drunkness, and you were thinking, "Holy shit, Rich Swan's gonna win this match!" So they did a good job. We were in full belief Rich Swan was our new champion. However, Josh Alexander held strong. He hit a 180 uh, tombstone into a C4 spike, doubled him up for the win. And no Macklin interference, no no Bully Ray fight. Like nobody came, nobody came and beat up. Uh, Greg in the chat just said, uh, "What happened with Cody's Impact title? Didn't he have like the the grand? Do you think he means like the the grand champion?" Which then eventually turned into that whole like rounds title they had, or was that before Cody had it when they had that whole fucking. What was it called? I don't even remember what the fuck that multi-round title was yeah, called. Yeah, they had like I think it was called the 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 TNA Grand Champion or the GFW Grand Champion. I think that was the one that had the rounds, like the three rounds, and they had judges. And then it became like the Next Gen Championship or something, or maybe it was called the Next Gen when it was the rounds. Uh, the only belt that I think kind of pulled that off wasn't even a belt; it was the Heritage Cup. I thought the Heritage Cup in NXT UK was a really good way to do because it was six three-minute rounds, which was kind of—I mean, that's kind of random, like an eighteen-minute thing. But you can still score a pinfall in in each round. Like that would—if you scored a pinfall, the round was over. You won the round. I thought that was a good way to do that. 
because uh, then it also would like lead to uh, he's up one nothing going into the last round. You know, it was it was exciting the way they were able to tell that kind of a story. And then like the, once the rounds had end, they just like sip some water for a second, like get some get some information from Sam Shaw. Uh, amazing, Gino. So I thought this was a fantastic pay per view premium live event, Impact Plus exclusive. Um, dude, really, really enjoyed this show. Impact is on a bit of a hot streak. Like they, I think they figured out the formula to not take themselves super seriously, but then deliver in those moments when it's time to be serious. That's right. That's what they always do, and that's why we are still on the road, no matter what, for that road to fifty for Johnny Swinger. That one day he will get his world time, which he has earned for all these years of work. Thank you, Agent Jake, for the hydrate spell. So welcome back to SmackDown's uh, third hour. Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley had a face-off tonight. Gino, I'm just reading results. Firefly Funhouse returns. Karrion Cross versus Rey Mysterio. So this sounds pretty good, uh, but it doesn't draw me in as much as a no-surrender does. And we know that Imp- – so why do you think Impact made the switch to Friday? My, my theory has been – Pay-per-view on Friday allows them to have a TV taping session on Saturday, and they get a better turnout on Saturdays than they do on Sundays. Is that is that the only logical reason? Like, why do you think they do that? I and I have no idea. Like, that wouldn't make the most logical sense. I think you might be onto something there, but it just might be a decision. Like, hey, there are people that really are diehard Impact, and they're like, they know SmackDown's bad. They know WWE has not been good for a long time. So, like, this is our chance to really see what the numbers really would be if we were to face WWE head to head on pay-per-view. <laughs> well, and remember they remember they moved smacked or they moved Bound for Glory. I was pissed. They moved Bound for Glory because AEW was having like a battle of the belts or something. Or it was a special Saturday night dynamite. So Bound for Glory had to get bumped to 9 p.m. and I just thought, why are you guys why are you guys being nice to AEW? Fuck AEW. Like that's when I realized I was a huge impact mark, Gino. Because I just thought, why would you guys run away? Like, you guys should absolutely be, uh, like, you guys should absolutely just be like, no, fuck it. Our pay per view is on this night. Our card is stacked enough to where we're not worried about trying to attract that AEW audience. Now they probably were trying to use AEW as a lead in. Like, remember you were saying, dude, we have like seven hours of amazing wrestling. I was like, dude, I can't, I can't do that. Like, this was a real chore for me to watch tonight. I didn't get to watch the pre show. Um, and I think with SmackDown, I think they do kind of realize the audience that watches SmackDown probably isn't going to buy Impact. Like, that's just – they know that they're niche. They're going for Ring of Honor people. They're going for AEW, New Japan. They're not attracting the same WWE people that they used to in 2010. I think – and, like, when it was just them two, they could rely on, hey, if we have Ken Anderson, people from WWE are going to come over and watch. I don't think that happens anymore. No, it doesn't. That's why, like, again, SmackDown, they realized, hey, it's pretty much the same shit. No one really cares. It's every every week's the goddamn same. And then they're like, Rampage, people read the spoilers for that anyway, so who cares? But Rampage, it's perk time where it's just you watch WWE or this Impact pay-per-view that is still going to be going on even past SmackDown. So that's, you don't need to even watch Rampage. That's so funny because I don't read the Rampage results because I just don't even care enough. Like, I just don't even – it doesn't even worry me or bother me if I miss an episode of Rampage or – not know what happens on it i would like to watch it though you know so for a while there gino you know when we launched the wrestling journalist i created the wrestling journal and i wanted to track 
put that shit on. Thank you, BLs. Or who was that? That was one fall to a finish for the walk for the hydration spell. I wanted to track like how much wrestling I watched from start to finish. Like what events did I enjoy? What did I not enjoy? What was the best match? And I did it for like seven shows. It was just too much. But I would like to kind of keep log of that because for you especially, it's interesting because you're watching so much wrestling. You're watching Josh Hart, Josh Barnett, blood battles and shit. So I, it would be interesting if I tracked like how much I'm at. Might even inspire me to watch more wrestling because I haven't watched SmackDown in like two or probably three or four weeks. I barely remember that Elimination Chamber main event when they were telling me Sammy's wife was there. I was like, she wasn't there. And then when Kevin played the clip, I was like, I don't remember this at all. So I want to go back and watch that. There's a lot of things that I need to to really pay attention to as a wrestling journalist. That's right, but the one thing you don't need to pay attention to is Rampage because Sammy Guevara got a big win over Action and Dreddy in the main event of Rampage, so I don't think Rampage matters if that's the main event for that show. And, you know, like I was, I actually rewatched. speaking of wrestling journals, I actually rewatched that match, the Action and Dreddy-Chris Jericho match, because it was such a moment in time, and as a crowd in Dallas, we were losing our shit. And here we are several weeks. That was December 12th or something, December 14th. What have they done with that? Like, what have they done with Action and Dreddy? It was a fun moment in time, but I think there was a lot like, hey, we're just going to do this, and it, they didn't have, like, a long-term plan for that. You know, there wasn't, like, a Action and Dreddy's going to be a main eventer. It was just Jericho's going to lose to a jobber tonight. That was the story they were telling. Yep, and now he's just there. They signed him full-time just because it's Jericho's idea, Jericho's vision, and now we're going to be like, oops, Jericho made a bad decision, but he's not going to say it. It's going to be like, oh, this is AEW's fault, not mine. It was, I did nothing about this, even though he did everything about this. So next Wednesday night, that, hey, wow. thank you so much, UG Listen. That is our last, oh, my gosh. We're going head-to-head with Jim and them right now, Gino. I, we're, we're, we're up against the big dogs right now. I I was with Jim and them the other day. I was laughing so fucking hard. They were they were called somebody called somebody the f word, and it was so funny. Um, and I'm not being facetious. It made me laugh out loud. But yeah, I, I think I think for Rampage, I think for for a lot like WWE, a lot of that stuff just maybe it's because we've seen so much of it. Like Rampage is getting stale for or Dynamite got stale for me a little bit. Like this past week's I thought was good. And I always try to be optimistic guy when I'm watching it. Cause it's my routine. It's Wednesdays I work and then I get to watch Dynamite and I have fun. I get to talk to you and Kevin and we just have this amazing night, you know, and I've always like relied on Dynamite just to be good. Cause it always has been good. And here we are kind of a couple weeks after some stale Dynamites and Impact's been good. Impact's been great every single week. They they have a real – your Impact Wrestling opening contest, that match is always really good. They're, they're, like, always solid. So, I don't know, Gino, as a wrestling journalist going forward, I think Impact might be the number one. I do feel like I got to agree with you that Impact is number one. We have so much great content when it comes to Impact. When we have people, again, like Johnny Swinger, I always will be a ride or die with. He's one of the best. He's a true ECW legend that needs that respect and needs that 50 wins. Well, and even, uh, you know, like even messaging Kevin about it, like messaging Kevin about certain, like I told him about Josh Alexander winning the belt from Christian. And when he was, he was stepping on Christian's hand so he couldn't reach for the rope. Just and Kevin's like, why are you spoiling it? Because like that's how good this show is, and you and I have been watching it this whole time, and nobody else has been. And even there's been some episodes where I was afraid to tell people that I watch Impact Wrestling. And lately, it's been all fire. I never canceled my Ultimate Insiders. I, I threatened to twice, but 
this show's been so good. I thought No Surrender was fantastic. Uh, Sacrifice is shaping up to be great. Bully Ray and Tommy are... Because they're using Legends in such a great way with the Bully Ray and Tommy stuff. The Johnny Swinger stuff that you just referenced. Like, I used to not like Johnny Swinger, and then I remember towards the end of Swinger's Palace, I loved it. Like, is there anything worse than Swinger's Palace ending? Like, we need it back. It was such a great way to set up silly matches and have a little break from the in-ring stuff. It was, you know, all right, daddy. And you would just have Fala Ball running up a gambling debt, which was hilarious. And then TJP has to bail him out. Like, that, that stuff doesn't exist in other wrestling companies. And I think that's why Impact is, our, is, is so good right now. We should buy shirts, Gino. We should support Impact even more with shirts. And one thing that they, not, no other company has ever done even well compared to Impact, and we need it back just as much as we need Swingers Palace back, is we need Wrestle House. We need Wrestle House 3. One day we're going to have it, hopefully. And it's going to be an amazing time. Wrestle House 3 for Wrestle House for Life. Those are perfect for you, Gino. You enjoy those Wrestle Houses. I will have Thanksgiving dinner with my family. That's why they did that, right? They were like, we'll just put this. Some people are going to watch it, and other ones aren't. It's not super relevant to all of the stories. You're, you're going to be okay. So I think that's why they put it there, right? It was like they Geno's also pre says, Sorry, so. I joined late Gino. What are we drinking? I'm a Dello guy. Oh, dude. Man. I'm drinking Bud Light Lives, but it's a great night. But again, we had Impact with DD obviously recorded Wrestle House 2 before Thanksgiving. Be like, we have an IPWF event that also we're going to like tape. So they had that ready. So they taped a lot to, per, because of the pandemic. So here you can have Thanksgiving. So hopefully maybe one day they might want to celebrate Thanksgiving again with a special wrestle house three yeah it could happen I, i'm not against that and yeah gino's vacuum says uh he's a modelo guy dude i love i've been big on modelos lately uh it's one of my it's probably my favorite mexican beer everybody likes coronas i'm not a corona guy i think it's hilarious that you like bud light limes like my <laughs> my wife likes bud light lime uh and i don't see them very often i'm shocked that you like found them i i you know the last place i saw them was at the rodeo which you know make me sound like a redneck but they have them at the rodeo for like my wife for a lot of for a lot of the ladies there not saying that's who it's for you know and they're delicious i'm not it tastes like sprite so uh, gino got his bud light limes gino's vacuum's gonna enjoy a modello after huge ass will also get a modello i'm trying to pick out which impact wrestling shirt that i'm going to be purchasing i like the, you know what's silly as i like the eddie edwards shirt the, the eddie. it is a great shirt eddie edwards shirt's good i i kind of really like the bullet the bay and ace austin one because it is still the skull but it's not bullet club official it's yeah really nice i really stuff. like this eddie e shirt i hate eddie edwards and this shirt is awesome I'm from the West Coast. I, I, I was, you know, I was influenced by our, my my friends over at the NWA. I look at this Eddie E shirt. And think this is awesome. Straight out of Boston. Like, what a silly shirt. He's got Kenny. Remember Kenny? He's got Kenny in the picture there. This is tough, you know. This might be the winner. That might be a winner. I think maybe even the Joe Hendry shirt might be up there too. Just the JH could be a good setup shirt. You don't get to sort by like the wrestler. You know, how WWE like lets you pick like which wrestler do you like. And I, I think it's just because like every wrestler has like one shirt. Yeah, it's just one shirt. Members. Yeah, it's not quite. Well, they got the Kenta shirt up here pretty quickly. I like Josh Alexander, but he has a he has an unbelievable amount of terrible shirts. They they have not figured out how to design a Josh Alexander shirt. Uh, the Kushida Time Splitter shirt, the Back to the Future logo, that's kind of cool. Like I would wear that around, and people would love that. Although it's super niche. So Gino, we'll have to figure that out another time. 
But this was an amazing evening. I'm sur- I'm glad we got to make it happen, you know. That was the other thing is this was just like TBH, you know. I was just like how the fuck and not every it's not every Friday night that I have, you know, like a family member. It seems like it though, doesn't it? You know, I always have a family member coming into town. So I had a family member that came in. We made it work. I watched some wrestling at dinner and we made it here tonight. And wow, we can't wait to watch uh, SmackDown and Rampage once we sign off, right? Yeah, we're just so excited. We got to watch Rampage. We got to watch SmackDown. And then we get to watch three hours of WWE's amazing headline promotion, WWE Monday Night Raw. Oh, it's so fun when you guys watch Raw without me. Although I got to be honest, you know, I even thought in my head, uh, uh, my son has baseball starting up again, and the practices are on Wednesday nights. I don't know why they're on Wednesday nights. I even said, like, can we not do Wednesday? Wednesday is my worst night of the week. And uh, he was like, that's the only night I have off, man. We have to do Wednesdays. And now I remember last baseball season, I would start watching Dynamite from practice. And it was, like, really, really hard to – get ralph dressed and get or get him in the car pack up all of his shit uh listen listen to dynamite get in the car listen to dynamite go pick up dinner get home i would get home by like 7 45 and i had just kind of watched the first 45 minutes so i was even contemplating maybe switching to mondays during baseball season like oh, maybe i have to watch raw but i love dynamite i think i'd have to keep it on the dynamite we might, we might just have to do that again right we might just have to do that again, but if it becomes too much of a hassle, especially with the new addition to your family, Monday nights, we're welcome to have you two to sort through and deal with the heat and the hate and want to die every three hours because it's the exact same show. The uh, There's a New York Yankee fan in the chat, and he says, Angels suck. <laughs> Trout and uh, Shohei are overrated. He's so right, dude. I, I, t- I was telling the story at work today. I was like, because I, no, 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 yesterday, I was wearing an Angels like polo. The day after I wore a Rangers polo, and he, my my coworker was like, "Are you an Angels fan?" And I just was, I nim, I normally am, but I hate Mike Trout. I just look at him and I'm like, I just think he's bankrupting our team. There's no way we're ever gonna get to the playoffs without pitching, and our bullpen is just fucking trash, dude. It is sad to see that your team is slowly just decaying and you do need to cut the death from the root just kill that fucker off and we can fix your team by just killing the cancer before it spreads even further new york new york yankee fan he says they should trade that like they should trade him that's what i've been saying for forever i remember when machado and harper signed those like 400 or those 300 million dollar deals they gave trout a new deal to give him more money and in my head i'm like no trade him now now that now that you know he's gonna get the biggest deal ever you need to move him and they didn't do that, Gino. They signed him for way more money. He is never, ever, ever going to be traded. And TK, how can I hate Trout? He's the greatest of all time. It's because he has so much money and because he, like, he hasn't played a full season in like four years. He's always hurt. Like Our team just isn't getting anywhere with him. So the Angels are selling tickets. That's what they do is they want to sell tickets. Shohei Otani, Mike Trout. Anthony Rendon, they're just trying to sell tickets. They don't care about winning games. It's just about getting fans to the to the stadium. So, um, and then a uh, New York Yankee fan, what? He's in Fontana, California, dude. I was just in Irvine, not more, I was a weekend ago. Gino, we covered it all. No surrender was an amazing show. It was fun to join you on a Saturday or what is this Friday evening? Saturday for for Nathan Weller. Uh, we didn't watch SmackDown, though. So if, if people came here for the SmackDown review, we didn't do it. Uh, 
Okay, we watched No Surrender, which was much better, right, Gino? It was a much better product. Who the fuck would want to watch SmackDown when there's an amazing Impact Ultimate Insider slash Impact Plus premium live event this Friday night. Every Friday night of this month, we get big. Every month, you get one premium live event from Impact. It's always worth watching, no matter what. Even if it's a regular pay-per-view that you have to pay a little bit extra for on Fight TV, it's absolutely worth that dollar. Dude, Griega in the chat. Griega from San Bernardino. We got some Californians here, Gino. But, and, and I'm not sponsored by Impact Wrestling, but I'm serious. YouTube.com slash Impact Wrestling. It's $5. Like, it's insane. They don't have all the archive on there, but there's so much content. You're not going to be asking, like, where's the Impact Wrestlings from 2010? Like, there's so much other stuff that you can be watching on there. You really, it's really worth the $5. Like, like, it's got more stuff on there than, like, it's got better originals than Peacock. Holy shit. How many shows can NBC pump out that just suck dick? So, yes, huge ass. I would definitely recommend getting the Ultimate Insider. I was also asked to plug a YouTube channel, Gino. Uh, <laughs> I had somebody reach out, like, how much would it cost for you to plug my channel? And I never did it. I should have plugged it several weeks ago. Hold on. Let me find it, Gino. This is a great place to do it. Glenn Beck in the Discord. GM Staley. He had reached out, wanted me to plug his YouTube, Spaz, S-P-A-Z-Z-T-V-1, Gino. He was like, hey, how much to, 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 to advertise? You wanted like a live read. Dude, don't worry about it, man. Your YouTube channel, S-Me YouTube channel. Check out, uh, check out G yeah, GM Staley's channel. Couple videos up there now from 12, oh, that's Tyler's old channel. Now that he's doing it. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, GM Staley. Great call for Spaz TV. Soon as I pulled it up, I was like, oh yeah, that was old. That was Tyler's old YouTube channel. So absolutely. Yes. Impact Wrestling. I am available if needed for a job. Look, Scott DeMore has tweeted at me before. Okay. I went from being blocked to being their number one salesman for ultimate insiders i don't know if there's any other i don't know if steven larson have ever gotten anybody to subscribe to ultimate insiders like i have but gino it is about that time they're giving me the go home cue it's time to wrap up this podcast and ride off into the sunset do you remember who used to say that there are a lot of people used to say that but i believe you were the first to really say it immediately <laughs> i remember that was stone cold i always remember the austin podcast he would always say hey because you know he would he would record his intro, play the interview, and then go, okay, they're giving me the go-home cue. Time to wrap up this podcast and ride off into the sunset. Like, he would always say that, and I always thought, what a great way to end your show. So, Gino, manscaped.com slash Vleeties. Use the promo code Vleeties. 20% off. Free worldwide shipping off the performance package 4.0. AJ DeLobster got his. Good for AJ DeLobster. And, yeah, Steven Larson suck. Although, you know what? Sometimes I listen to him still, Gino. Uh, Gino, any parting words before we go? I just hope you all enjoyed this amazing Impact Premium Live event that we all got to witness. No surrender. Hope you all have a great rest of your night. Love you all and see you next Tuesday. Dude, Bye. Tuesday, Monday for Raw. Are you working Monday night again? I believe I should be working Monday. I'll check the time when I'll be free. Hopefully I can be able to make it. Have a good night, everybody. And as always... Thank you, Gino. Good night, ladies. Love you, man. Love you, dude. Amazing.
did it. Thank you so much for the elixir bomb. Everybody. Yeah.